Hello everybody and welcome to the Kenyan Wall Street podcast. My name is Prince Muragori. I am the resident economist here at the Kenyan Wall Street. Now, as you all know, today on the 29th of April, Safaricom PLC released their full year financial results for the 2019-2020 financial year. And overall, they reported very strong results with earnings currently standing at 101 billion shillings. This was a growth of about 13.5% from the 2019 earnings. Now, our team at the Kenyan Wall Street was able to join the CEO, Mr. Peter Ndegwa, together with Mr. Satish Kamath, the CFO, in order to further unpack the results and ask some related questions. Here is a snippet of some of the questions and answers that were provided in the Q&A session. Between the enterprise team and also our financial services team, which is the MPESA, we are currently working together and also thinking about, uh, and you'll have heard me say, say in a separate interview, how we can support the recovery phase. Uh, um, so whether that is working with banks to think about value chains or supply chains, because SMEs will have to restock, uh, they will need some support, both on the digital side, but also on the financing side. Of course, we would need uh, a product, or whatever product we come up with, we would need regulatory approval, but, but certainly at this stage, we we know we want to focus on SME in the recovery uh, in the recovery period beyond supporting them during this period. I will have my own uh, leadership style. One of the big areas, though, I can say to you definitively, and the team can confirm those who have seen me in the past 29 days, is that customer experience will be cornerstone of what I will be um, I'll be leading through beyond the fact that we need to be innovative and we need to serve the society. So uh, I have significant experience in, um, in serving customers, in designing products that, uh, that serve customers, both the mass customers, but also more premium customers. So, so that is an area that you can expect that I will focus a lot of my energy and will put the organization focus around whole customer experience. And, and, we, and, and uh, starting with how we support them during this COVID crisis. In terms of the mediums that I use, uh, of course, social media is one of them, there, but there, there, there is so, so many more. I will be active in social media, but what I don't want to say is whether I'll follow what either of my two predecessors had, because they, they had their own style and I can't, can't adopt uh, a style for the sake of it. But the outcome is I will be, customer experience will be, uh, my number one priority uh, to make sure that uh, customers are looked after. We get feedback uh, and we ensure that's the genuine feedback and they personally uh, pay attention to how we are dealing with and learning from the feedback that we get from customers. Okay, uh, greetings everyone. So um, my, my first question is, uh, is, to, is to Mr. Peter. Uh, basically now you are in the driver's seat of, uh, of, uh, of one of the largest companies in the region probably just a brief about your plans for the company going forward and uh, and what I, and uh, what ideas do you plan to implement over let's say over the one year two years and in the long run let's say five years and uh, the, the second one is on the on the on the impact of covid on mobile money agents uh, because they, they constitute a very big proportion of uh, of the tech calls of the telcos stakeholders and according to the 2019 annual report uh, there are about 170,000 mobile money agents, and uh, and and a big chunk 
bulk of, uh, of these uh, transactions are, uh, are are conducted in person-to-person uh, -person sort of uh, in person. And uh, in, in the wake of this uh, social distancing and staying, uh, how has the agency business uh, been affected? And, uh, and the final one will be on um, mobile money remittances. So we are looking at uh, Kenya being one of the most, uh, being being one of the leading countries in, uh, in Africa in terms of uh, remittances. And uh, with a lot of Kenyans sending a lot of uh, a bit of cash to their families uh, back home, uh, I'm, I'm just curious to know how how uh, is, is there is there an effect on this other end in terms of uh, uh, either a slow or a worse the effect on that other end in terms of remittances into Kenya? Okay, thank you, thank you, Eric. So I'll answer I'll answer the first question and probably part of the second. And so my first priority is to make sure that I ensure that the business manages this crisis in the best way possible. We are an essential service that need to connect the country. Uh, and that's our number one priority at this stage, which is make sure our network is available, make sure it is reliable, make sure our customers are served. The second priority is to make sure we, re we, we reorient ourselves and you have started to talk about some of the elements to where customers are moving. So working from home, learning from home, we've doubled bandwidth at home. We, we are starting to support content, uh, content delivery for, for students. So supporting our customers during this period. And then the third element is of course, supporting the government and the country to cope with both the health crisis, like the call center we've set up, but also uh, but also the food initiative, whether that's Bonga for Food, uh, Bonga for Good, or, or actually the, uh, the the contribution we made to the COVID uh, emergency board uh, to support the food program. You'll be aware that the government is is driving a cash for food, and we are supporting that through the Mpesa the Mpesa platform for free. So the first priority, Eric, at this stage is to make sure that we support the country and our customers, but also our community, cope with the crisis, but also manage the crisis. As a business, we have enabled our staff to make sure that we can do that. So 70% of our staff are working from home, but to those who are working in the shops, we have them right PPE, right social distancing and all that. So we've enabled the organization. We've also supported our dealers, our agents and our contractors. Uh, through uh, um, uh, sub, uh, making sure that they can handle uh, the, the customers that they come up with, they, they come across in a way that is hygienic and follows government regulations. So, so that's the first priority. Of course, the second priority is to start to, start to think, and I think Biko mentioned it, or started to start to think of the recovery period. Because it's only when this country recovers that Safaricom will do well in the future. So the near term, which is the six to 12 months period, is the most important at this stage. So, so both managing the crisis, but also starting to think about how do we support SMEs? How will behavior change? How do we support education? How will behavior of customers change as, as the economy opens up? Because social distances rules will still, will still, uh, will still operate. And then in terms of the future, our future strategy is, is, not, is going to be intact. We are a, a technology business uh, that, is, uh, that needs to be enabled, uh, enable digital innovations so that we solve social and economic uh, issues. 
uh, and and we have um, we have uh, identified as you you'll have heard from the announcement we've identified health education uh, and 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 also agriculture as the three areas that we'll focus on. We will continue to expand the ecosystem of Mpesa, uh, both through the JV that we've acquired, uh, but also uh, but but also through through expanding the product set, subject to of course regulatory approval. We are talking about uh, geographical expansion on the enterprise side. There's huge opportunity on the value chain. IoT is a big one. So so the long term the long term strategy of driving digital innovation to solve social needs is going to continue to be there. But the near term is about uh, uh, ensuring that the crisis is properly managed and our customers are looked after, but also our communities are looked after. To your second question, the dealers, we are looking, we are making sure that our community is, is taken care of during this period. So whether they are employees, our dealers, our agents, uh, we we have not seen, although we've we've seen electronic uh, use of uh, M-Pesa to top up both for data but also M-Pesa, uh, sorry, both for, for for voice but also data. There is still significant use of our distribution infrastructure today, and that is also our biggest benefit. So so unlike a lot of uh, businesses that are uh, are declining our dealer network and our agents network are still being used by our customers because we have a, a lot of customers out there. So we, we, we expect to continue to, to see how that pans out. And if there is any support that we need, and we have already started to offer, offer support to our, uh, to, our, to our dealer network that we, uh, we, we provide that support going forward. So that's all I'll say. Uh, Satish adds anything you want to add to that, but also take the international um, uh, flow of money either way. Eric, good to see you again. And I'll pick it up from where Peter has left. Um, as Peter said, we're already doing a number of things, um, which includes providing adjustments to incentives, providing additional credit for our stakeholders like dealers, MPSS, agents, etc., and going down all the way to basics, like we did provide a significant amount of uh, resources by providing masks, sanitizers, and so on and so. So the, the, the breadth of support that we provide is huge and we will continue to support our ecosystem. Uh, the last question on uh, mobile money transfers. Uh, as you're very well aware, Rick, uh, MPES is a ubiquitous product in the state of, in, in Kenya. However, over the last few years, we have built ecosystems which makes MPESA all the more uh, more useful product to use. So we have integrated well with all the banks in Kenya. Over the years, we integrated with PayPal, we integrated with Western Union, we integrated with uh, MoneyGram, we have integrated with uh, all the ways to small operators like uh, Mama Money. So all over the world, we now have M-Pesa being accepted as a way of remitting money in more than 160 countries. And we have more than 25 partners of incoming remittances into the country. But the way we are looking at it is not to gain share, but to provide Kenyans in the diaspora optionality of clicking a button and sending money to 
some place in Kisumu, some place in Northeastern, where otherwise physical infrastructure is more difficult to reach. So this is a long-term strategy that we have adopted over the last few years. Um, and it would it's already yielding and it will yield further support to our customers in the course of the coming year. Mr. Satish, my question is addressed to you. Now, in this year's results, we have seen that for the first time, there was a decline in year-over-year -year operating expenses, the OPEX. Could you kindly unpack perhaps the specific cost buckets that led to this decline in uh, operating expenses during this financial year's results? Prince, thanks for that question. Uh, it, just as an aside, uh, when I started off in Kenya and I heard the word Kenya in Wall Street, I, I really was... Uh, intrigued by it so i remember all the interviews that i've done for kenyan wall street just by the uniqueness of your name uh, so prince the answer to this is um, thankfully we realized that the shape of our businesses would change over time as is safaricom always known for we will disrupt ourselves uh, willingly before disruption hits us so in the course of answering some of the previous questions we did explain how messaging will go down, how voice would go down, how we would continue to invest in this great country. And for all of these things to happen, we need to reshape the company. So don't look at this as a cost exercise. It's a way of reshaping the company. What are some of the things that we need to do? We now have more than 6,000 employees, which would mean that we are no longer that small company, but we need at the same time to be agile and fast in the new world to service our customers. So we did a number of adjustments in the company to move more digital. To give you a very simple example, you now don't need to call our call center. You can pick up your WhatsApp or Facebook messenger and have online chats with us. That's just a simple example of how we have gone digital to more complicated examples of how we have introduced softwares which tells us exactly what's happening in across the various four six thousand odd sites that we have across the country uh, and marketing we have we are blessed to have such a young population who's digitally savvy earlier on Pico had asked this question to Peter of how digitally savvy you are so it, it, it's the thing that hap that's happening so strongly in Kenya so marketing wise we are shifting more monies to digital as an example all of this is making us more efficient uh, Prince, what you will also note is while we are doing that we are very strongly committed to our values as a result of which we are protecting our employees we are making sure that our stakeholders are not shortchanged and what we are doing is a win-win by making the company more efficient. I hope that answers your question, Prince. Coming into an organization when you're going through onboarding uh, online, it's, it's interesting at, uh, to put it mildly. Um, but uh, I think the one thing I should say is that Safaricom, uh, we, are, we, are, we are lucky because we have a, a business that impacts the broader population. So this is the time uh, that we can have the biggest impact. So whether that is ensuring the country is connected and kept, uh, the lights are on, or all, all indeed uh, starting to think about how behavior changes and how we support that behavior change. So whether that's supporting education, new ways of uh, driving education, access to education and so on. Even our sector is uh, essential, um, I, um, we will, uh, we will find that this sector is probably a bit more re resilient than most. 
Uh, however, as a, as a company, our priority is not necessarily to gain share during this period, or indeed to make as much money during this period. It is making sure that uh, we uh, get through this period together with our customers so that when the economy comes, comes through the crisis, we are, we are in a good shape. At the end of the day, every company will reset uh, because the economy will reset at whatever uh, period it will have got. And then the, the future <clears throat> outlook of uh, sectors will probably not change significantly if the crisis doesn't take too long. If the crisis takes too long, of course, then it affects the economy uh, and it affects the global, the global economy and uh, could lead to a recession. But if, it, if, if, the, if the crisis is, uh, is short, then, uh, then you'd expect uh, faster recovery. Our biggest worry is those who run on a daily basis, SMEs, and how we support those parts of the population, the vulnerable part of the population the, on the individual side, but also SMEs so that the country recovers, uh, recovers quickly. So, and that's why we are supporting all the government measures to, uh, to manage the health crisis so that the economy can, can open up. Uh, really, that's, that's what I would, I would say. So the priority should be shorten the health crisis as much as possible so that then the economy opens up and everyone gets back on track. Uh, the final thing I'll say is, look, the, because news, new ways of socializing, new ways of shopping and all that, that will introduce opportunities for us to enable, uh, to enable the country given that uh, we have technology and the innovation capability. 